the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Anytime that we engage in a discussion or a debate, the scope of that discussion is framed by the words that we choose. And if we include some words and exclude others, we automatically shape the discussion and help predetermine the given outcome. Because words have so much power over the outcome of our discussions, if you can control the words and the language being used, you have a strong advantage in determining the ultimate outcome. By controlling the language you use, you have the power over what people think and decide. Now, for the last, what, two weeks, since the Parkland, Florida uh, shooting by a deranged lunatic, the nation has reengaged in a long-lived debate. Since the 14th of February, every newspaper, every website, every pundit, every Facebook feed has been filled with, quote, the great gun debate. We have to debate gun control. We have to have common sense discussion about what types of guns people are allowed to have and when they're allowed to have them. Because if you don't, you don't care about children. You want more people to die. We're trying to get past the, the senseless and cruel killing of our fellow citizens and our fellow children. And yet the left and the media have demanded that we work with them and finally enact common sense gun control. But the problem with all of this is there isn't a gun control debate to be had. There's none to be had. There is no such thing as a gun debate. It doesn't exist. It only exists because we insist on engaging in it. Let me let me have Thomas Jefferson explain. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable, unchangeable rights that among these are life, liberty and property. Jefferson put it very clearly and very plainly by the nature as a species. Each of us is free. We're a free being. That's the first principle of being man. Our natural state is free. Our natural state is to be self-aware. We're a self-aware being with the capacity to make choices. And because our rights are natural to us as human beings, they cannot be changed by anyone. To remove the rights is to remove our humanity. Let me say that again. To remove our rights is to remove our humanity because we are born human we have rights so there's so there's no such thing as a gun debate we aren't having a gun debate in this country we are having a freedom debate in this country and it is important that we treat it as such you're against Common sense gun control. No, I am for maximum freedom because it is our freedom to choose our own course. 
It is the freedom to choose our own course because of the rights that we are in, 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 uh, uh, given because we are human that I'm standing up for. I'm standing up for the state of being human. They're framing the scope of the discussion and driving their desired agenda by limiting the language being used to common sense gun control, which means they're already winning. But make make no doubt about it. This is this is not a debate about your guns. This is a debate about your freedom. This isn't about gun control. This is about you control. It's a debate about controlling people. You know, the, the amazing thing about the Second Amendment is it is designed around an inherent self-fulfilling prophecy, kind of a, uh, an auto-renewal that sets, sets it apart from all of the other amendments set forward in the Bill of Rights. It's really ingenious when you, when you think about it. Our founders thought to enshrine our basic right to self-defense into the Constitution for one very explicit reason. What was that reason? We've said it before, and, and it's common knowledge around most, but in case you have friends or neighbors or colleagues who still thinks nobody needs an AR-15 or other quote-unquote weapons of war, they need to know not only how wrong they are, they need to know why they're wrong. The fact that the exact intent of the Second Amendment was that every citizen should be armed with the same weapons that the soldiers have in the standing army, because the goal of the amendment was to ensure that a standing army, which we never had until 1955, that a standing army, because the goal of the amendment was to ensure the standing army could never use, be used to take rights away from people, so we had to have armed citizens. So in case the government ever went crazy and said, we're taking away your rights, people could defend themselves. If we all had pea shooters and they had rifles, we would lose. It's why every dictator, the first thing they do is take up all of the guns. It's why there's no logic to the left's debate right now. If you really listen to them, Donald Trump is a dictator. Let's surrender all of our guns. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. There's no logic there. If you're afraid he's a dictator, the last thing you do is give up your right to be able to overthrow a dictatorial government. So they'll say he's a dictator, but at the same time, they'll say, well, the revolution's never going to happen here. It's already happening. You have a violent revolution. What are you going to take on the military? Well, yes, if there's a dictator. Yeah, I, I would be willing to do that. You wouldn't. You just want to go along with it. So weapons of war is exactly what we are supposed to have. And therein lies the genius of the Second Amendment. Because the minute somebody, I mean, you pass an amendment that ensures you have a well-armed populace that can stand against any tyranny of any government who would use force to deprive citizens of their natural rights, then you pass an amendment that says we're taking away that right. You've proven that the Second Amendment is needed. 
you've automatically, if they use force to disarm the populace, the need for the Second Amendment is openly proven. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. So the left has a logic problem here. Whatever bills they pass banning assault weapons or anything else, given that tens of millions of Americans will not agree. And if you get down to taking guns, they will not, they will refuse to comply. And then that will com- compel the government to use force, which makes the Second Amendment a self-fulfilling prophecy. What is it all about? The Second Amendment wasn't for hunting. And it really isn't about fighting the government. It is about ensuring people's freedom. The freedom to make and chart their own course. To be who they believe they were born to be. As long as they're not out killing people, ripping people off. I was born free. And my rights and my liberty are mine by nature. We have to reframe the discussion. This debate is about freedom. About how our natural God-given freedom and how much of our humanity are we willing to surrender to satisfy an angry or terrified mob. I am willing to sit down with anybody calm and rationally and talk about how do we protect our children But the best way to start is to protect our schools, to actually fortify where our treasure. Look at how we fortify Fort Knox. And I contend there's nothing in Fort Knox. Our greatest treasure is in our schools, our children. So when you say we have to talk about guns, I'll say to you, we have to first talk about security. Let's secure our schools. Let's secure our greatest treasures. When you say, well, we still have to talk about guns, I will then say to you, no, you mean now you want to talk about the basic human freedoms and which one you believe you can infringe upon or take away. It's not a gun debate. It's a debate about control. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.